Hey Skyfarers and welcome to AferCast, the Caradon Overlords podcast. I'm Lee, the Arcanet Admiral, and today I'm joined by a couple of great admirals, um, both of which are better at Warhammer than myself. Uh, first of all, uh, you know him, you love him, he's our Thunderer from Down Under, he's Mr. Alexander Korn. Good to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back, Korn. You've been off gallivanting around YouTube. Uh, I have. <laughs> Did a, another battle report with, with with Doom. And another one that should actually be coming up, uh, being put up uh, in a couple of days. Yeah. Really. Oh, yes. I've got the scoop from Cinderfall that you've done. You've had another game that's going on soon. <laughs> yeah. This one with a more with the, my, uh, the usual list. The the yeah. Tarkin Doctrine. Because <laughs> they were with all the funders. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. So we we'll look forward to seeing that. And if anyone hasn't seen the uh the, the most recent one on Doom and Darkness's channel, then go check it out. Because it's uh, a fun battle. Just uh, ignore the part where I hitch onto terrain. Um <laughs> that's uh entirely not my fault because <laughs> reasons what yeah <laughs> yeah well everyone forgets things sometimes um yeah. we will be joined by max at some point he's just running a bit late because he's a tournament but uh we do have another german instead the man of the hour the grand champion uh mr timo weeble good evening thank you for coming on timo yeah thank you for your invitation yeah it's great to have you on, uh, especially on the back of uh, your recent success. Um, well, I guess the first thing we'd like to hear from you is just a little bit about yourself. Uh, yes. Um, I'm like two years in the hobby now. Mm. Uh, I started with Night Haunt and uh, then I... Uh, switched over in the late December last year to the character and overlords just a few weeks before the new battle tome came out. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I saw the teaser which said you can shoot out of the boat and uh, make some drive-by drive -by things now and uh, that was the one thing which uh, catched me really bad. And uh, yeah, then I painted things up during uh, lockdown. And <laughs> then I <laughs> won the German tabletop championships. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound easy. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I never thought that could happen at all because I'm more a casual gamer than, uh, than I play competitive. That It was my second tournament, and my first turn tournament was with Legion of Grief. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had not really much experience with KO, and I uh, didn't face many different armies yet. Uh, I was lucky that I played versus... Uh, uh, mate, mate's change host, 
just uh, two weeks before the tournament because I uh, had two enemies playing that list mm-hmm. at GTC and um, yeah, but I never played to Idonet. I never played uh, versus Seraphon and I never played versus Archon as well. So it was a new experience and I somehow handled yeah, it was <laughs> good. <laughs> I, I don't think many people would be uh, happy that they were facing a change host, but yeah, yeah. I think it's a, mm. it's a really good matchup. It's a really good matchup for KO, especially for my list. I think, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Should we have a look at the list? Uh, yeah. Well, before we do. Should we have a little bit of a chat about the news? Very sure, briefly. yeah. <laughs> so, um, some good news for KO, I guess. Good or bad, depending. <laughs> um, GW uh, in in um, together with Dan from AOS Shorts uh, have has released a meta report about how various factions are going in tournaments. And uh, we're doing pretty well. We're doing really well. Well, we should know because we've interviewed half the, half the winners. <laughs> yeah, we've had half those people on, on the show. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and they um, one of the the list they they gave us example was actually very close uh, to 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 yours, Timo. Uh, oh, we lost I think him. Timo's dropped out. He's back. Here we go. Ah, Timo. Can you hear us okay, Timu? Oh. Not sure if you can hear us. Timo? Um, yes, yeah, so... Um. All right. Well, uh, so yeah, uh, we've won. Me- uh, KO as a whole have won a lot of games and placed top ten in even more, to the point where it looks like we're double that of Seraphon, which is not what I was expecting. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I was trying to <laughs> just talk, chat to Tiro, trying to. Trying to see if we can um, we can fix why he can't hear us. Uh, yeah, but I guess the main thing about it is that a lot of people are wondering if we're going to get nerfs in December now. I think I think we might. Um, they specifically talked about the Zilfen uh, fly high and then move afterwards. So I'm. I'm thinking that might get get something um, changed about it. Yeah, possibly. I mean, they answered it in the FAQ, and then they I was did. A bit, a bit surprised how they answered it, really. Yeah. Uh, Which was in the best possible way for us, Timo. Yeah. Can you hear us, Timo? He's back, but I think he can't hear us again. 
Uh, sorry about this, everyone. Technical difficulties, unfortunately. Does... Hmm. We'll get him uh, back on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the nerfs, I mean, then we had the points changes as well, which surprised me when we first had them. Yeah, it's, so the first FAQ and points changes were all very much in our favor. And I think that's, it's definitely helped getting us to where we are now. Then we just have a, a, an amazing set of generals, really. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's helped. No, not for me. <laughs> well, have you, have you, are you not doing well in tournaments at the moment? Well, I haven't had many tournaments because of lockdown. Uh, Timo says he can hear us now. Timo, can you? Can you speak? Well, he, obviously, he can speak. He says whether we can hear him. Hmm. Hmm. We can't hear you, Timo. Uh, yeah, Jordan in the chat says he thinks the Ender Master and Dravidual should go back up 20 points. And the Navigator could potentially go up 10 points. Um, Possibly uh, he's can you very hear me now? good. Yes, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> well, well, glad to have you back. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we've just been talking about potential nerfs for KO. If we're the top of the pack by that far, I think Games Workshop's going to try to do something. Yeah, yeah. I think they will. I think you... they were in a good position before the GHB came out already, and then they... If you, if you take my list, for example, it's uh, one gun hauler for free yeah. after point drops 130 yeah. points and that's just i don't know if that was necessary <laughs> the other thing is it's it's not just having an extra gun hauler it gives you the extra movement on your on your third unit well, yeah. so yeah yeah my list got an extra three riggers for free it's it it dropped 100 points Mm -hmm. that's that's not insignificant yeah and uh phil phil mcginnis who we had on previous shows his list went down 170 points which is wow yeah massive isn't it i mean i think some of the points drops were helpful in terms of the internal army balance um but then they've obviously messed up the balance <laughs> externally with other armies uh so, Possibly. No. It's just it feels so weird to like just suddenly KO are at the top of the pack. Like remember when we started this podcast? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we we're trying to convince people that KO was actually not as bad as people thought. And now here we are going, hmm, maybe we should maybe we could do with some nurse. Mm. 
Yeah, Jordan raises an interesting thing in the chat about spelling a bottle being linked to a specific Skyport. Oh, yeah. Which would be interesting. Um, like a Barak Nar one, maybe, since they're all anti-magic and stuff. I don't know. Um, I don't yeah. know how they do that in a in a December FAQ, though. Is the trouble. That's the thing. Is short of a new book. They're limited on what they can do. Oh, d- d- um, remember the old FAQs? They changed artifacts. Yeah. They changed the, the full wording of those. Yeah, but they got the backlash can... from it, didn't they? They can they can bring the ban hammer down on hard if they wanted to. Yeah, it just depends how much they want because they got so much backlash from it. It depends how much they want to do it. Um, so I'm, I mean, I wouldn't mind if it's just points changes. I wouldn't necessarily want everything to go back up. I think some of the things could stay where they are. I would like to see maybe yeah. a difference between Endermakers and Sky Wardens. I think yeah, make makes and riggers more expensive than sky wardens. Whether that's by putting sky wardens up, uh, putting end riggers up, or taking sky wardens down. Either way, give me a reason to use sky wardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outside yes. of outside of Zon and uh, um, the escort wing. Yeah, I um, think the bigger ships were were okay. The 30 points on the Ironclad and the Frigate was just fine. And I think the drop on the Endron Master was okay as well. But the Gun Hauler didn't need a drop. And yeah, maybe the Endron Riggers should go up 10 points. Maybe. I don't know. But at this point, there's just no use for Sky Wardens out of Sun. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I'd like to see. I mean, I, I don't think oh, they might do it. I don't know. Maybe they'll do it as, you know, like throwing us a bone if they put lots of things up, but Brock to come down further. <laughs> Poor old Brock. And it'd be nice. Maybe we'll see Brock again. Maybe. Uh, One uh, day. Yeah, so, I mean, potentially there's no inbounds, but there's nothing we can really do about it except for speculate. And we, to be honest, we could. I could go on for hours speculating, so... Uh, oh, maybe, I know. <laughs> maybe we... <laughs> maybe I we think we have a couple on. of episodes where we've done that. Um, yeah. Should we uh, move on to the to the main yeah. attraction? <laughs> yes. Which is uh, Timo's tournament win. So let's start by having a look at his list. Um, uh, so uh, this is the list, which is Barak Zilfin. Uh, 2,000 points on the nose. Uh, you have an Endron Master with Dirigible Suit as your general with Great Tinkerer uh, Command Trait and the Staff of Ocular Optimization. A Chemist with Spell in the Bottle. A Navigator. Uh, 10, 10 Arcanauts uh, with one Light Sky Hook and one Volley Gun. Six units of... Uh, not six units. Three units of six Endron Riggers. Sorry. Uh, two of the units have got two volley guns and two drill launchers. Uh, two gun haulers, both with sky cannons, one with the spar torpedo and one with the surge injection endrins. Uh, an ironclad with the sky cannon and the last word endrin mark. And the iron sky command battalion and warp lightning vortex. Yes. So, 
Uh, my first thoughts is that's, I don't want to say a standard list, but it's something that it's got a lot of elements that people will be familiar with. I yes. I think if you pick the Iron Sky command, you're a bit forced to yeah, play, play a very similar list at least. Um, you're locked to the engine riggers, to the Arcanauts, to the three heroes, and I think the three heroes are very much set at the moment. I uh, saw a list uh, with an Admiral as well, but I think he dropped before uh, the event. <clears throat> but I think that's uh, yeah. You have you don't have much to change if you pick the Iron Sky command. Uh, well, of course you can just play one unit riggers and then go for another drop maybe or just max out the Thunderer squad. Yes. Um, yeah, pick the Endron Master and the Command Trade Create Tinkerer, uh, which I considered to exchange for the Grudge Bearer, which is more standard, I think, because the uh, most people like to just focus down one grudged hero they pick early. Uh, I picked the Great Tinkerer above it because um, it always felt like I had enough to focus down the small heroes with like the drill launchers and the long-range sky cannons. And I had problems to get my Endron Master in the range for the battery in the 12-inch. So I'm I'm uh, more into buffing the Gaze of Krungni with Great Tinkerer and Stuff of Ocular optimization, which makes it uh, 2 plus, 2 plus, minus 1, D3 damage. And that was yeah. actually pretty effective, uh, especially with this um, Pink Horrors and Skinks and all the chuff you have to clear because bodies is uh, a big problem for KO. Yeah. So if you can clear more small bodies, you're uh, ahead on the objectives. And that was the plan with the Great Tinkerer command trade. And uh, after the tournament, I was pretty happy how this worked because I think my Endron Master had similar output, like my Ironclad in some games was crazy. Um, yeah. um, sounds what? like you're saying it's a... Oh, sorry, Quan, do you want to go ahead? Or... Oh. No, I was, I was going to ask about the, the, the riggers, but you can do that later. <laughs> I was going to say um, it sounds like you're, you're picking Great Tinker because it's more useful for for the Endron Master over the course of the whole game and yes. in more situations whereas Grudge Bearer it kind of forces you to write well I've got to go after that hero with him now as opposed to you know being more having more choice with your targets. Yes. Especially because we have uh with the warp lightning vortex and the six riggers 
um, with the chainsaws you already have a really strong alpha strike and uh, it's more the rest of the game that uh, makes the great tinkerer trade good um, yeah I think I think um, I can remember that you um, you teased the lists before the tournament mm -hmm. and when you um, talked about my, about my list you said or Max said um, he wouldn't take the six Endrin riggers with chainsaws with his ironclad and his once per battle move because it makes no sense to charge into the warp lightning vortex mm -hmm. um, actually I never did this <laughs> um, but you can just fly high put a vortex on one flank and move 10 inches in the other direction just shoot it up what you can and then charge in there and the rest of his uh, army is locked down with the warp lightning vortex where he can't run he can't fly yeah that's that's a bit more of the plan yeah. Yeah. so is that a, a sort of a standard play for you to try and put the, the vortex on a flank um depends on the on the setup my enemy chose because uh in my in my second game versus idlenet he just placed i think Walternus and five units eels on one big blob in the middle and he uh, had a ship which uh, yeah he blocked one side with a ship and then I yeah. circled his uh, whole army or half of his army with his warp, warp lightning vortex and uh, he wasn't able to fly so he was uh, yeah, very much locked down there for two rounds, even with 14-inch move. It was hard for him to get everything out and, yeah. Nice, he turned his own terrain against him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's funny because I've heard RDNF players talk about doing that to other people, put, uh, putting one and blocking people in their own deployment zones. So it's nice for them to get a feel of it. <laughs> Yeah, taste their own medicine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kron, do you want to ask you the question you were going to ask about the engine riggers? Um, yeah, well, I guess, like, what's... Uh, what made you choose uh, 18 riggers over uh, Thunderers, I suppose? To Yeah. You, you, do you, so you, you think the combat ability... Um, the ability to actually do combat was important? Uh, yes, that was one point, but um, I think I'm I'm the twenty or no thunderer guys. So um, yep, definitely list, same here. <laughs> I think um, in this list, I could have went for twenty thunderers and dropped out uh, gun haulers and some riggers, but um, I just made a 
little math there and if you pay 200 points for six riggers you have 18 shots uh, with three plus four plus minus one and one damage and if you have 10 thunderers you have 22 shots i think 22 yeah. shots yeah if you go for all rifles with the same stats just a bit more range which i um don't need because I want to be near anyways because of the warp lightning vortex and then um, you have the gold but I think the output the six riggers do in the first melee turn is in the first combat turn it's just uh, worth going for that way that was one one thing I thought then yeah then if you if you go for 20 thunderers you um i i did say uh, i had to drop the gun haulers and some of the endron riggers um so um you have one unit and you drop that um most likely in the first turn on one objective and um it's it's very good if he has like Archeon or something you have to delete immediately. But uh, it will be a problem to split up shots if he plays MSU. So it's a harder decision-making for me, and I don't like it to um, have hard decisions to make. I prefer to make the enemy have the yeah. decision to make. Um, because that makes uh, guys make mistakes, and uh, especially versus a new battle tome like KO, they are not used to play against it. And um, I think it's an easy choice to just say, oh, okay, I just got Alpha Strike, and there are 20 guys that did a mass amount of damage. I just try to delete them. And that would win him the game. And in this case, it's really hard to pick because I have three ships. You can always fly high and get your output where you want it, even after the first turn. Yeah. So the flexibility of the list um, fit better to my play style. Than I can see it would be thunders. very... It, it would be... This list is far more flexible than Big Blob of Twenty Thunderers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just I'm 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 just wary of getting into combat with anything nowadays because it all mm -hmm. it all does so much damage. That if you just if you get it wrong, everything's dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But your your two units of six Endromegas with with the longer range guns. Uh, I obviously you're not going to be sending those into combat turn one anyway. I, I assume. Um, are you are you holding? Are you flying high with them and going nine inches away or twelve inches away to get their pistols in range as well, or are you holding them further back in most games and shooting from a longer range? Um, Due to the fact that I played with a Singe three times, 
I wasn't afraid of close combat at all, so <laughs> <laughs> I had them really near and versus the idonet I um kept them on distance and it's uh most of the times it's a one or two turn choice because after that the endron riggers are very often dead and mm -hmm. you may be leave the endron riggers on one point and uh, just fly high with the gun hauler mm -hmm. yeah that's um, uh, one of the issues with endron because it's a uh there's very in your six man units there's only 12 wounds um and because they're outside of the ship they're not getting any of the benefits from being garrisoned um and then obviously uh quad mentioned the mistake he made in the the doom and darkness uh battle uh battle was you, when you fly high with them you can't land them on terrain either so they're not yep. going to get covered that way yes that's uh that's an issue that's that's right yeah uh, one of the things I find uh, really interesting about the list is the use of the surge injection endrins. Um And then it was uh, quite interesting because I'd never seen it before. And then when we, we did the review show of the lists for the tournament, there were two players, yourself and I think it was, uh, I can't remember the other player's name actually. Uh, I think it might have been Phil, maybe, uh, that was using it as well. Um, do you two know each other? Or, or, uh, no, no. It, is it just no. a, a coincidence? We don't know it's each other. It's a new hot Do you want to uh, I don't know. talk us through um, your choice there? Yeah. Um, I had the opportunity to... Um, I had the option to pick either this or make him a five-man transport gun hauler and have this for a trick with the chemist and the spell in the bottle, okay. Um, but I know that it's good to have the ironclad where you want it and that's, uh, yeah near his uh near his screen most likely and especially with the last word you always want him to charge your ironclad um most people won't won't focus on your ironclad because they know oh this the thing is very tanky he can reroll saves he has three plus and um I think you you can really much say this uh, ship can hold nearly anything for one turn, and uh, yeah, I, I I didn't see much use of uh, the once per game ability to waste on a gun hauler if I have the ironclad instead, and um, then there was. Uh, three or four situations before uh, the tournament where I had uh, a good use to the search injection endrin. Um, even in the tournament, I had a really nice move with uh, 24 inches where I got uh, the 
a head full and uh, a five and a six on the endrin. Yeah. Um, and that's something your enemies uh, are not aware of because hmm. um, they they always try to screen the fly high and um, I had a situation that uh, he screened the fly high and let his objective <laughs> empty. So I flew 24 inches just on the objective and was able to shoot after that. And that was uh, four points on the, I think, Battle for the Past it is. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on his home objective. And uh, yes, so it's either this, this or the other. I think there's no, no best choice. I think uh, everyone who prefers the, uh, the compartments is fine as well. Um, I just like the idea of having a movement trick, another movement trick, because we already have plenty of we this. We need more of those. We need yeah. more of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th I think I think it's a good it's a good pick. It because uh, there's nothing really that you have that would need to be in a compartment anyway, since it all can fit in the ironclad. Yes. Yeah. And most of the time it was uh, I had the big ship for just the chemist, <laughs> and I had the uh, arcanauts um, ah. put Scott outside of the boat, and the navigate even the navigator. He I set him up um, on. Uh, outside of the boat in three out of five games and had enough range for his unbind and his ether storm and um, was able to hold another objective with him because um, yeah until yeah. the enemy will bring some troops to your home objective he uh, already scored two or three points and you didn't need to Leave something important there, and uh, yeah, I think uh, most of the enemies I faced uh, expected to drop me uh, to drop them ten Arcanauts in his face. Um, sometimes before the game, they talk to themselves and uh, try to figure out what what I was doing and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> When I listened to them, I all, all, uh, always thought, okay, no, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny. Sometimes uh, it's a really big advantage to have a, a new army and uh, to Yeah, that make... people just don't know. Yeah, that's, that's true, yeah. That's good. The chemist in, in the in the ironclad with his little luxury like first class passenger seat. Yes. Stretches well, out. Ready. <laughs> there's room for fourteen other guys in there, and he's just oh, he's just you know making snow angels or whatever in the carpet. <laughs> Having a great old time. <laughs> no, I, I really like the pick of the Endrins on the on the gun hauler. I think part of the reason I haven't seen them in a lot of lists is because often actually. You see people taking Zilfin and actually they might only have two boats or if they or maybe even one or you see um you know lists in other skyports or something where they don't get the third engine work yeah the, 
the list with more boats in Zilfin often have frigates, so they're quite often using one of those engine works. Um, so I think that's part of the reason De the Spar torpedo is quite often most yeah. people's first pick. Um, yes. But I don't like to waste resources, and if you get that uh, one Andron work for free, you should use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. always good to use it, yes. As, uh, um, quite often yeah. when I see people's lists, and I, I quite often make the comment of uh, wasted Andron work makes me sad. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I yeah. think the, uh, the movement trick with it is really good. Um, especially since I, you can quite often get uh, zoned out of, of objectives, like you said. Um, and even if just one model on an objective can just stop you flying high onto it, so having a way to move onto it is really useful. And uh, it looks like Max is here. Hello. Hello. How's everyone? Pretty good. Uh, we were just wrapping up um, talking about Timo's list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please how proceed. Did on, how did you get on at your tournament, Max? Let's not talk about it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had one win against the shootcast list, and then it was downhill from there. Oh, okay. uh, shifting objectives against fire slayers is tough. Uh, but it was a close game. I lost it, and the last was against uh, Catacross Praetorian Army uh, on total commitment. And I've never rolled that many ones in my life before. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're tough. Those uh, sixty Mortec, they're tough to kill. Oh, yeah. it was, fun. It was I had a I had a good time. It was fun. But it's a long it's a long drive. It's quite far. <laughs> well, you should have flown. Should have flown high. You would have been here in no time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, at least, uh, at least my mate he won the tournament, so that was good. Uh, that's good. The Seraphon Croak Salamander spam. Oh, I wonder how he won the won the tournament with that. <laughs> Must have been a tough tournament for him. Yeah. Well, we can't really, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. Ko went. Ooh. Yeah. Um, we're not punching down anymore. Uh, we're not. We're not punching up anymore. It's. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's the way it is. So we've earned it. We've earned our stripes. So yeah. We deserve it. I'm just um, doing this so we don't get nerfed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're doing your part. It's all for yes. you. It's all for the community. For the greater good. <laughs> yeah. You're so selfless, Max. Yeah. I know. I do what I can. <laughs> Balancing out Timo's tournament win single handedly. <laughs> uh, uh, so before we move on to your to your games team i just want to pull out a, a question from the chat from the green nudges he asked if you had any sort of particular preparation for the tournament i assume you had some um, practice games and stuff or uh yes actually we had um I started to play age of sigma with a friend of mine and uh we had a couple of games uh, I played versus Silvernet, versus Gloomspite Gids, versus Nurgle, and uh, versus Zinchost, Zinchost, Chainchost, and uh, versus Ogre Maw Tribes. And yeah, I was able to make some practice games with him, and uh, that helped really much, I think, yes. 
Did you Especially know because the... I uh, always played with this list. After I painted it up, uh, I never change it. And I think that's an important way to try out how things work. Of course, I changed some weapon loadouts and uh, even the engine works or the uh, main weapon of the ironclad. I think I swapped it to the great sky cannon after I playtested the uh, volley gun four games. Um, yeah, and that's that's uh, something helped me really, really good. Yeah, the cannon is just so much more consistent with its six shots, three threes, two damage. I love the two damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, did you know the battle plans for the tournament in advance? Uh, yeah. yeah. I so, well, I should be practicing those battle plans as well then. Yes, and we uh, had the uh, maps, the terrain loadout, and uh, um, the auxiliary objectives as well. So we were able to um, copy that and just play some missions from the GTC. Yeah, So we placed the terrain uh, like there and use the same terrain rules and stuff so yeah okay i can imagine that's really helpful um well let's um have a look at your the first game then which you mentioned obviously you played change host quite a bit and the first one was against change host um so yeah is a eternal configuration list uh 1980 points um, he had a Lord of Change, who is the general with the Commander Eight Coruscating Flames, uh, an aura of mutability artifact spell was Fold Reality and a Changeling with Bolter Zinch, a Changecaster with Held of Zinch, um, Changecaster Held of Zinch uh, with Zinch's Firestorm, a Fate Master with the Shroud of Warfire, two Exalted Flamers, and then Four units of three standard flamers and then one unit of six standard flamers, the change host battalion and a malevolent maelstrom. So uh, I can't remember, did you say you, you hadn't played change pose before or you had practiced against it? Uh, I had one match against it before and no. he played a bit, I, I think his list was a bit better because uh, the thing um i feared most was the pink horrors 20 pink horrors and uh i think he um played nine flamers instead of 18. um so all you need is nine (laughs) yeah it's a lucky zench number as well (laughs) so you know yeah this list has no screens like, yeah, unless you um, summon something. Before uh, we started, I thought uh, this is going to be easy for me because he has no screen, and I knew uh, flamers are very easy to kill. Bad save, two life, six. Wo- uh, I think six wounds. Yep. Um. 
but I also knew the output is really dangerous. And mm -hmm. then I made uh, a little setup mistake, I would call it. Oh. Um, because I I um, I tried to bait him into moving forward and uh, leaving his own objective. And I placed my gun hauler with the endrin, with the injection endrin, just at the uh, edge of my deployment zone. So um, the other gun hauler and the six riggers were in the in the corner, and um, the ironclad with the other six riggers as well. And then I had the ten arconauts. On the front edge, uh, or the, on the top edge, I was the uh, red side of the map, and um, I placed my my navigator on the on the objective. And um, in his first turn, he moved everything up and ported his six flamers, and he rolled the uh, reroll hits triumph so he had that as well on the six flamers out of the 12 inch bubble of his uh, buff hero i don't know which is yeah. what uh, which fate, it was fate master gives reroll yeah, hits yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and um, so he had that for the six flamers out of the bubble as well and uh, he killed 10 riggers with the special weapons and one gun hauler in his first turn. Um, but he uh, just killed the one with the endrin, the injection endrin. And I had the, the torpedo for the next turn. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, it was uh, due to the um, fact that I got the double turn there um, that I handled it so easy. But did ah. I get it actually? I I can't remember See? if I if I did the double or if he won the prior roll. I I think I had a double because. You were able to double turn and then shoot most of his army off? Yeah, I think his, uh, um, his biggest problem was to um, score points in this mission. He had to move the um, through the middle, so he had only his objective, and I think in the first turn he... Uh, scored one point for his mm -hmm. objective, and he had to port his six flamers out of uh, the top right objective because he wouldn't have been in range from there. Mm -hmm. So, um, in my turn, I used the once per battle ability to fly my ironclad on his objective, and uh, yeah, he he had to move eight inches to came in range for the other 12 flamers. So he had only his uh, lot of change. 
no, he, he didn't have a lot of change in uh, in range. There was another, uh, I think it was an exalted flamer, and that was all he had on his uh, home objective. And I was able to fly high and got behind him. Then I put down the vortex into nine flamers, his lot of change, and uh, two exalted flamers. <laughs> I uh, then rolled a six on a lot of change for the vortex mm -hmm. damage. <laughs> and I think he uh, ate five mortal wounds after nice. two triggers. Um, actually, in this game, the lot of change was alive after the first battle round. Um, but he had lost uh, three um, three flamers of his unit of six, and I think five other flamers and both exalted flamers. Um, and I had uh, my Endron Master with suit and my Endron Riggers in close combat with this Lord of Change. It was uh, Chamon, and I used the Chamon command ability to uh, negate his minus two to hit to just have the minus one to hit in close combat. So I did a bit of damage in close combat to him, and I think after the first battle round, his lot of change was alive with uh, three wounds. Or something. Oof. So yeah. But I didn't get the double because if I uh, if I think about it, if I got the double, he would have been dead <laughs> in that yeah. turn. So uh, he won the priority roll and he ported out one of his hero on the bottom objective, and I think he killed another two riggers and. The gun hauler, but after that uh, turn, he just had two flamers. One, I don't know, uh, not the not the buffing hero. It's the it's the non-flying hero he had. He was alive, and uh, yeah, I think that was all he had at the end of the second battle round, and. Um, I had the Ironclad and two Enron Riggers left, so not that much. But uh, yeah, I knew I already scored more, and um, he had no chance to kill my Ironclad. And in my next turn, he was tabled, and then I scored three, three turns. All objectives, and um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, did at some point he he kill your navigator? Yeah, I think he killed my navigator in the first battle round because of my setup fault. Okay. Yeah, that was a bit of a mistake. Uh, if it if it was a another change host list, I think I could have lost this one to that, oh. but. Uh, yeah, I didn't need that much output because of his uh, 18 flamers. I was able to handle them very well. I think uh, I had a good matchup 
in this mm -hmm. first game. Yeah. I was Definitely very helps. nervous and um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I I never did <laughs> another fault like that uh, for the rest of the tournament. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, good that you make it early, so you can you can you can learn from for the rest of the get the rest of the events. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, losing the, the navigator is quite important on this battle plan because if he survived, then it would have been an extra point for you at least once. Yeah. Um, it sounds like. And until his uh, second turn, you both sort of ignored the, the side objectives and just went for each um, other's? No, because uh, I just used my, um, I think I used my uh, fly high with the gun hauler and put it up on the top right objective and yeah. uh, just killed three flamers with it. Yeah. And then I charged into the flamers and I rolled a one with the torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, um, but I was still in the objective with one, one not of the base, and so I scored one there, and I had uh, two riggers left on the. Uh, for the own objective, mm -hmm. I just use them to score here, and um, I just dropped the chemist on his objective. So I had two on his objective after the um, Enrin Riggers moved and charged, and he only had one exalted flamer, and I got the extra point for the chemist on his objective. So I scored four in the first round, and I think four in the second round, and then I scored just every objective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, yeah, I think getting getting the chemist on there was really helpful for those extra points. Um, but obviously, if if you killed everything he had in two rounds, yeah. it would have made it. it. Didn't you know? It was helpful in terms of getting out ahead of points, but you know he can't catch up if he hasn't got any models left anyway. So no. that works. <laughs> Always works. Um, so yeah, I don't think I've got any questions about that game because it sounds like he went first and basically didn't kill enough of your stuff. Yes. And then you punished him for it. Um, yes. And yep. because he didn't have any screens or bodies, he couldn't stop you getting on his home objective. Um, does anyone else have any questions about that game? So that's a no. I mean, <laughs> this, this mission is rather easy for KO because you can just jump with a hero in a boat on his back objective, score three points mm -hmm. on one, at once, and then just, you know, apply power where you need it. Jump yeah. around, circle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially if, if they don't screen you out. and or zone Yeah, out. I, this list, no screens. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it is. If, I don't know what the plan is with that list. Either it wants to go first because it's low drop and it's just they're not be in range or get shot off. I don't know. Where, where's the screen? At least, I don't know, 20 brims. I think something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit weird, this one. Um, and to, uh, I assume you did you score your auxiliaries on this game, Timo? Yes, both. And he got one, uh, so I won this 19-1. to one. I think uh, it was a major victory, and I scored both both side quests. Yeah. Excellent. I can't uh, remember which I picked. I think it was... Uh, it was. No, I can't remember. No. no, no fair enough. There's a lot to remember from five games. Yeah. <laughs> <Not sort of. laughs> um, especially a week later. So, fair enough. Um, so your next game was against Idenf. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was wow. a hard one. <laughs> so many eels. Yeah. Yeah. So many eels. So, for the people not uh, that will be. Uh, you know, listening on a podcast later rather than watching, I'll just read it out for them. So it's a, a Foo Fan list, exactly 2,000 points. Uh, he had Volturnus as his general. Um, an Is- Isran Tidecaster with the Cloud of Midnight Artifact um, mm-hmm. and the Steed of Tide spell. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven yeah. units of three uh, attacking eels, the Morsa Guard, and then one unit of six. Um, and then uh, one Alopex, one shark. These are, mm-hmm. This is all all attack, no defense, just yep. Yep. straight up murder. No filler, all the killer. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the name of the list. So, how did you feel when you, when you saw this rock up at the table? Um, I didn't want to play against Idomat. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I saw his list and I um, thought, okay, I'm gonna lose this one. <laughs> Twenty-seven eels, and uh, I I wasn't able to remember exactly how the cloud of midnight works. I knew it can mess up one shooting phase for me, so I uh, asked. Uh, friend of mine who uh, knew it and then I was able to play around that Cloud of Midnight for the whole game so he just denied me one shot with my chemist on his Tidecaster and that was all he was able to do with the Cloud of Midnight in the whole game Uh, that was a very important thing because uh, if you can't shoot one round with all you have, you're just going to lose this because he was the only one in the tournament who was able to kill my ironclad. Mm-hmm. And um, luckily, it was late enough uh, to, yeah, for him to uh, be uh, far behind score wise, and uh, it was. Uh, impossible to catch up the score at this point. So, yeah, I uh, took the first uh, round 
So uh, I started and I, uh, like I said earlier, he had all of his, I think it was uh, three or four units of three eels, his Volturnus and his unit of six eels on his home objective. And there was a hill, which uh, for the tournament, a hill meant it blocks line of sight even for flying units. Um, and he placed one of his shipwrecks on the bottom side of his objective. Um, yeah, so I used my fly high to get nine inches away from his big blob, blob of eels and Volturnus and uh, placed my warp lightning vortex just around them. I think uh, there were like 12 or 15 mortals in this first round just from the vortex and uh, yeah that was really big uh, but then I did something he maybe yeah, overreacted on <laughs> I just charged with my Enrin master and with my melee riggers into his uh, units of eels mm -hmm. um before that, I was able to shut the Alopex and three eels on the top of his uh, deployment zone. And I think I dropped the chemist on the bottom of the, uh, on the middle bottom objective. Mm -hmm. um, so I already had three objectives. I left the Arconauts behind on my own objective. And... Um, yeah, I think I killed three eels on top and the Alopex, and then I charged in with my Endrin Riggers. And all of the units that uh, were in the Warp Lightning Vortex used his once per battle lightning ability on them. So after that, I had two Riggers left, and they killed, I think, uh, one more eel or something. But he had no more lightnings to use uh, just on two units of three. And that was something I really feared because, uh, yeah, we all know mortals, no good. Mortal wounds, you've got nothing, you've got nothing <laughs> yeah, to save yeah. him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, and his first turn, he then had two units or no, three units in close combat. So he um, didn't want to retreat because he wasn't able to retreat and charge. And so he used his uh, Walternus and two more units to kill my Endrin Riggers and my Endrin Master. And therefore he stayed in the ward deck. So um, he ate another mortal wounds. Um, and he wasn't able to score the middle objectives in this round because I already cleared on the top side and on the bottom side he had uh, no units near. He only had his uh, Tidecaster near and uh, yeah, I had my chemist on the objective so he wasn't able to 
take that. So he just scored one in his uh, round, and then I won the first priority roll, which was oh, a good. big, big one. Yes, um, I took the first round again and uh, was able to kill more eels, and then I used my fly high on the gun hauler to get just in the right corner of his uh, deployment zone, three inches away of um, of a terrain piece, which was a uh, um, quest for me to... Uh, yeah, I, I had to uh, end the turn with a five or more wounds unit three inches nearby and terrain piece in the deployment zone of my enemy. And uh, in this tournament, it was uh, that you get points if you deny that for your enemy. So he wanted to deny that. And he used uh, three units from him to move from the objectives into his corner and attacked my gun hauler. So um, at the end of the round, I had no gun hauler, but he wasn't able to score the uh, bottom objective. And I think he was able to score the top middle objective. So he scored three this round. Um, then he got a double, which uh, was a bit of a threat because it was uh, round two on round three. And uh, he was able to kill my Ironclad in that turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With eels? This yeah. I think it was just two units of two eels. At this point, he had uh, three units of two eels left and Volturnus with uh, three damage on him and his Tidecaster. And, um, wow, yeah. Yeah, I was able to kill another eel with the last word. I, like I said before, I was able to shoot four or five times with last word this match and uh, killed four or five eels with that. So that made a big difference. Um, yeah, my ironclad was on the top objective, which he already had. So didn't score more than three this round and um, in my next turn I scored his objective because there was no unit left and I had another gun hauler to just uh, use the injection endron to fly 24 inches and he had uh, yeah like I said he screened the nine inches for uh, the fly high, but he didn't knew I'm able to fly 24 inches and then still shoot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he knew I can't fly on the terrain and I can't uh, fly in nine inch from his uh, tightcaster, but I was able to fly 24 inch and just ended on his objective and scored seven in this round. Yeah. And uh, then I 
think I got a double and scored seven again. And then there was no way to come back for him. I think um, when the game ended turn five, he had one eel fighting my 10 Arcanauts on my objective and rest of him got shot. Um, my gun hauler just um, made a single shot that where I, I, I was really lucky with uh, single shots at this tournament so um i think when i decided to single shot i always hit them and i always wounded them and i think um Walternus ate five damage and just died <laughs> yeah um yeah and uh that was the moment where he um i think he conceded this game because there was three eels and the Volturnus, then there were three eels. The next round I killed two other eels and then yeah. I think at the end of the game I still had the chemist on the bottom middle objective who scored five times uh alone. <laughs> um and one gun hauler and um yeah, ten Arcanauts. So And the navigator was there too, I remember. Yeah, I think the navigator. He was running about the vortex somewhere. I remember yeah, checking, yeah. checking yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I didn't have the um, navigator because my vortex killed it. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's the trade-off. <laughs> yeah. But it was a really tough game. I think he um, had, I had 90 points points left or 100. No, I had 180 points left and he had 170 points left at the end of the battle. So um, 10 kill points difference. It's just everything but, died. Yes. But point-wise, I was, uh, I think, 24 to... N or something like that. So okay, yeah, yeah. You were well ahead. Um, <laughs> and I and I won this uh, nineteen to one again. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it sounds like uh, he focused a bit too much on trying to deny your auxiliary. Rather than, uh, yeah, that was one issue, yeah. and uh, he focused on killing stuff instead of scoring objectives. So I talked to him two or three times after our game, and uh, yeah, he he knew what he did wrong, but I th uh, he said I played it very well, and I think well, he thought it wouldn't make much of a difference. If he played it a bit uh, slightly different, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nice. Maybe I, I think his deployment was uh, his main fault, and hmm. um, yeah, I think uh, so that was a big thing. A good opponent, then at least. Mm. Yeah, he was yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, he he joined me today on the tournament. 
with his eels. Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a question, Timo. Um, were you not concerned in placing the Vortex on his objective? So endangering your units uh, on this important objective that scores you four points? Did that not like bother you? So putting it on an objective where you actually want to go? Uh, yes, but it uh, it's like uh, for him, his objective is a bit unimportant, more mm. unimportant. And uh, it was a reason for him to leave it alone. So my gun hauler was uh, able to score it as one model one turn. And uh, I think my navigator or another gun hauler scored it another turn alone as well and um, even if I took some mortals from that I think it was worth it because he needed two turns to get out of my vortex then he was out of my vortex and I was able to just fly on the empty objective um, with the gun hauler who had 10 wounds left and I knew even if I roll unlucky double sixes he would be alive so mm. There it was sounds not, like nothing much to fear. Yeah. It sounds like that moment when you use the uh, surge injection engines to fly 24 inches was really important. And you wouldn't have been able to do that if the vortex hadn't been there because he probably wouldn't have moved off it. So, no. Yeah. Again, you know, those four points are really important in this game. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, is there any other questions about this game, or do you think we can move on? Move on to the next one. Let's move on then. Uh, so, <laughs> was the intro? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, hmm. we, we, yeah, this is another another game against Inch. You you'd already practiced against Inch and then played yeah. someone game one. So, did you go into this one feeling confident? Um, I heard he is a really good player. Yeah, so, he came second uh, today. Mm. Oh, so I was uh, a bit nervous as well, but I knew I can beat the list, and it's nearly the same list uh, my friend played. Mm. So I knew what he was able to do, and he played it a bit, a bit different. And it was actually a very funny game because I knew the rounds will go really fast. I let him think about his setup and uh, I think he he took like 30 minutes to make his first drop. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, after we set up, there was only two and a half hours left. So we uh, needed one hour to set up. Then he started. He wow. ported um, all of his pink horrors and buffs his pink horrors in front of me. And uh, I think he shot 12, yeah, 12 Enrenriggers with the special weapons. Um, yeah, 
and then how would you deployed where where um, were your units they were in the right corner but i already um, also had the 10 argonauts on the uh, number three objective on this uh, map and uh, something on the four as well. I think I uh, took the bait in this uh, mm-hmm. in this battle, and I just placed my chemist on the objective as the bait. Right. And yeah, he then ported uh, his twenty pings and buffed them and uh, shot twelve of my android riggers. And then I got the double turn, and he was completely deleted. He just had blue horrors left, which he then used to retreat to score his uh, his auxiliary objective. And then he conceded because he only had blue horrors left. And wow, okay. I, uh, I I killed everything in a double turn. The um, KO double turn, you don't mess with it. Yeah. Um, and that was uh, the first game I um, I had really hot dice. I think um, my gun haulers killed in my first turn with single shots, the blue scribes and his fate master and uh, my ironclad and vortex solo killed his lot of change. Okay. Um, Yeah. And the nine flamers were killed by the nine riggers and the endron master. And then he had uh, in my second turn, he just had the, Brimstones, the pinks, and uh, I think one other hero left. And I then killed 20 pinks and some blues and the hero and the brims. And (laughs) yeah, that was game three. (laughs) He never played to KO before before our uh, game. And he said he knew it's broken, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> broken. Or Laser change hold flamerless yeah, tells us he, we're broken. Okay. He heard it's broken. He heard it's broken and um uh he asked me how he could do better with that list and I told him that I don't know because I don't play change host. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but uh I already I also told him that I think that uh, that's a very good uh, matchup for me. And in this game, he scored four points in the first round, and I scored five points in the first round, and then I scored six, and then I scored eight, 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 because he was dead. (laughs) Yeah. So... So Pretty pretty good game then, huh? Yeah, he had the uh, four hundred kill points from his first turn, and I had his whole army. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess and... my only question about it is if he spent 
half an hour trying to decide how to deploy his first unit and then mm. overall you both took an hour to deploy him. what how did he deploy did he try and zone out a large area of space and yeah uh, into it or the thing is he screened as much as he could with his pink mm. horrors but then he used his first turn to just port the pink horrors and that's in front of me so um but he uh, he said i can't screen 24 inch range and i told him which weapons has uh, have 24 inch range so the drill cannons the volley guns the um sky cannons mm-hmm. torpedoes um, yeah mm-hmm. and he said okay i can't screen that so i'm going to try to kill you <laughs> and um, try to kill your long-range weapons. And that worked because he killed 12 Enron Riggers and then the drill cannons and the volley guns were dead. But mm. most uh, most of the output were the other six Riggers. And uh, yeah, they mm. killed six Flamers and an exalted flamer in shooting and close combat. Was... How'd you get through a hundred wounds worth of pink horrors? Um, I only killed the pink ones and some blues. I didn't ah, yeah. kill all of them in the double turn. He had, uh, yeah. I think he had um, 35 blue horrors left in his turn mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, the it took me was, it took me two rounds to get all yeah, of them gone, yeah. but that's with twenty funders. Yeah, rerolling everything. Yeah, uh, it, it's a lot of wounds. <laughs> so, but his uh, his horrors. Did he just have them sort of clumped on your on the number four objective on one of your objectives, or did he try and string them out? to get onto, say, that the central objective or anything? Um, I think he had a middle one, but not with the pink one, uh, with the mm. pink horrors. Uh, he had the middle one with, I think, three flamers and an exalted flamer. Mm-hmm. So I immediately took it from him. Yeah. And his uh, pink horrors were screened on the right side so just in front of my deployment zone and the fourth objective and um yeah i just ignored them for the first round and in my second round there was nothing else to focus on (laughs) so (laughs) yeah yeah it it felt a bit uh oppressive because there yeah, I th- I think uh, the dice made made the big difference here because I won the first roll off with a two in that game, so I rolled a two and he rolled a one. But I think even if he took the first turn of the second round, he had twenty pinks left, he had ten brims left, he had one damage hero left, and he was already one point behind. Mm-hmm. So even if he 
would have managed to kill more from my army. There was no comeback at that moment because he had no port from the Lord of Change. And he only had the Fate Master, I think, and uh, 20 pinks and 10 brims after my first turn. So there was right. no, no way back. Gazines just doesn't have defense against shooting. Like they, they fold very quickly. They don't have good armor saves. They don't have good wounds aside from pink horrors. They mm. will just fold if you shoot them with all the rend one that we have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the uh, Lord of Change has a minus one to hit bubble, twelve inch. But apart from that, yeah. KO a scissors to scissors paper. <laughs> Yeah, and because I I knew that uh, Artifact gives this minus one to hit bubble and uh, his lot of change already had, I think, five mortals from the Vortex. Um, mm. So I focused on him first and then the rest of his army was free to get shot. Yeah, because if you take him out, then they can't teleport in. Yeah. Yeah, inter interestingly, Andreas, he then played me in the last round in this tournament. And today he played another 2KO in a three-day <laughs> tournament. But uh, <laughs> he won He won both today. Oh, okay. Matches against... Oh, he uh, learned. Yeah, so he's he's learning, yeah? Okay. He's learning. Mine was a, a draw, which was a victory for me because uh, of kill points, because he got tabled, but yeah. He's he learning. Play the same list? Yeah, yeah, exact, he... exact same. Mistake. Okay, okay. He told me he is going to change it. Uh, nah, a bit. I mean, he told me he never played KO before when he played me. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, he's changed. He just yeah. deceives. Great <laughs> <Play> deceiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he asked me after our game, um, how to play versus versus your list. And hmm. uh, he, he asked me really everything. And you told him everything. <laughs> I, I told him I don't know what to do versus my list, but I don't know what to do versus your list as well, because uh, he wanted to know all weapon profiles from the Thunderers, and I told him, yeah, they make uh, even more damage than I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, you can't screen it out. And he roll, he rerolls hits, and he rerolls wounds, and you will lose, I think, seventy wounds around. <laughs> and then um, he said, "Okay, I'm going to lose this as well." Uh, yeah, he asked me if he should go first. I said, "I, I don't know. I really mm. have no idea." I, I'm so happy that I don't had the mirror match in this tournament because I really don't know to how to play versus KO as well, especially as KO. I think it's um, much about the ether gold and um, yeah, but then that's the dice, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's if you get lower drops and if you can get your opponent to use his gold first. That's, uh, I think it's a good tactic, but it's, yeah, it's a bit like chess, you know, especially yeah. if your lists are similar. So who's going to go first? Who's going to draw first and shoot? Mm. Yep. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, move on to a game that wasn't against Siege. 
<laughs> Seraphon. Seraphon. Uh, that was by far the hardest match of the tournament. Yeah, this match. I I, I watched your table. I thought, oh, he's winning this. There's nothing left. I came back an hour later. You were still playing. <laughs> There's more like yeah. more skinks than before. Yeah. Well, there's, a, there's a lot of bodies to start with. Um, I'll go through the list. We didn't do it in the last one. I forgot. But, uh, so, Croak, obviously, general. Um, an Astrolift Bearer, uh, two Skink Priests, and then two Skink Star Priests, one with the Hand of Glory spell, one with Celestial Harmony, um, a unit of three Salamanders um, with their Handlers as well, obviously, uh, two units of 40 Skinks, a unit of 20 Skinks, and a unit of 10 Skinks. Um, they haven't all got the same weapon loan out, but I can't bother to read them out. Um and then he's got a Bailwind Vortex, Chronomantic Cogs, and an extra command point. Um, so had you practiced against Seraphon at all? No. No. No, I never played against Seraphon before. Even uh, do I know him, because uh, we play in the same gaming group, and he's a really good player, and... Uh, but I never played with a Seraphon, and um, I knew his, I knew his list, and he told me how his list works and stuff. And I know, okay, the Star Priests and the Skink Priests are the tech, and the Astrolite Bearer. So I'm most likely ignoring Croak and focus on the other heroes. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, the right decision, after all. Mm -hmm. um, my first turn, I, I took the first turn and uh, I was able to score five points in the first turn. And I think the Blade's Edge is a good uh, battle plan for me in this uh, matchup. Um, because even if he took the double turn, I can remove an objective and um, then it's always the run after the points. Um, in his in my first turn, I was able to kill the three Salamander hunting packs, the Astrolite Bearer, a Skink Star Priest, and tons of Skinks. Um, in his turn, he had a very unlucky magic phase. Um, he he rolled with plus two. He didn't get the Bailwind Vortex and the Cox. And um, I think he buffed up his units of skinks with run, shoot, charge, retreat, shoot, model wounds on sixes. Uh, well, I don't know. There are tons of buffs for the skinks. And uh, yeah, he killed uh, a gun hauler with that. Um, and I think he scored. Yeah, he scored three in the first turn because yeah, I had one or three or maybe six bodies on an objective, and he just took his skinks and yeah, scored uh, his three objectives. So it was a very close game over five turns. We had to play. Um, I think it was a back and forth. Uh, he had. 
four points. I had four points. And uh, I think in my second turn, I then killed all of his skinks. And he had three heroes left and croak. So a skink priest, uh, both skink priests and one star priest. And I think 20 skinks were left. And uh, yeah, I I think uh, the dice were in my favor. I I won uh, the important roll off, and uh, he got the double for the turn three into four, I think, and then he had the croaknado combo with uh, twenty two inch or sixteen inch. Uh, all units in 16-inch get a D3 model wounds on 2+, plus and he did this three times or four times, I don't know. And then he got two turns in a row, double sixes on his um, summoning rolls. So he summoned 20 or 40 skinks over the game and one Salamander hunting pack, which uh, was able to score an objective and kill, uh, I think, my my um navigator yeah it was really really close and at the end of the game i had the ironclad and he had lord croak and it was a minor victory for me uh yeah rest of it was dead so wow uh... <laughs> the, the interesting thing about Blaze Edge is that, is that the objectives can be removed. So, yeah. did that become an was that an important part of the game with, in terms of scoring? Um, I think it's always an important part at, on this battle plan because I removed one when he got a double, mm -hmm. and um then he had to decide not to remove, uh, remove another one because he was already behind on points. So he took the double mm. turn and I removed one. And then he got... Uh, um, I won the priority and took the first turn. But he couldn't, re uh, he couldn't remove one because that was, would have instantly lost him the game. So it was a bit, I think this battle plan is always or most of the times in favor of the guy who scores six or five points in the first round and then maybe five points again. And then it's nearly impossible to catch up. Yeah, that's but also my it's impression. It's really hard. Yeah. This is one it's of really the hard. views where you actually might want to go first. Yeah. Just to yeah. score those six points. Yeah. Yeah, that okay, was the plan, and yeah, mm -hmm. I think I won with three points ahead, minor victory at the end. Mm. Yeah, and and you smashed his vortex. Mm, I I killed everything. <laughs> <laughs> I killed everything but uh, Lord Croak. It, this yeah. Uh, yeah, I never touched him. I think that's the right way how to. How to face this? Uh, in this kind of list, yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. If if you can kill him in the first turn, and that with like 
90% safety, I think uh, it would be worth focusing on Croak. But yeah. if you know what the King Priests and the Star Priests do, they can run, shoot, charge, and in shooting and in close combat, they get uh, mortal wounds if they roll a 6 on a wound roll. So you can easily make 40 models over turn with 110 skinks because he has some rerolls also and he's very mobile screening his things uh, skinks over the whole map and they get uh, buffs on attacks if they uh, if they are 20 or more then they get plus one to hit uh, through a buff and he has like he has more command points than Gloomspite gets, so he can just spam the generic command abilities to get them reroll ones to hit and stuff. It's just just retarded how these skinks snowball. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, they they are strong. So yeah, there are a lot of buffs there. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's all the overlapping buffs, really. Yeah, kill the star priests, and they stop mm -hmm. doing that. Which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, one question: Did he use the realm shaper engine, the terrain piece? Um, he set it up on the bottom side of the map, and I then picked the bottom side of the map after the roll off. Okay. Because um, there were um, commanding terrain. And I had an extra CP for my first turn, and okay. then he didn't use the uh, his terrain piece. I, the I real question it... is: Did you deploy your ironclad inside the realm shape? Yeah, I, I think ask. everyone needs to know that. <laughs> and was there a garrison inside the ironclad? Yeah. No, yes. because I didn't know that's Russian possible. <laughs> we don't know if it's possible. We assume it is possible to have yeah. a double garrison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But does that I work? Because it's, 20, it's limited that. to 20 wounds. <laughs> the ironclad has 20 mm. wounds. Uh, well, it says 18 but you can, wounds. But if you stick something inside the ironclad. Yeah. But they're not inside the pyramid. They're inside you... the ironclad, which is totally different. <laughs> Except Can you garrison Behemoth? Is that uh, yes? Uh, yes, they That's can garrison okay. a monster because the okay. troglodon can go inside. I think. Okay, then no problem for the iron class. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's like a rule that needs clarification, but probably will never get clarification. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next... we just do it. The next Minus question two to hit. is: Can you um, fly high out of the garrison? I don't think you can. Mm, I think you because can. it's um, you don't no. you don't get a normal move. You just get to be set up within six inches of it. The, oh, the problem okay. is, That's if you're inside the garrison, the model uh, has been removed from the battlefield yeah. and set aside. And yeah. uh, to fly high, you remove the model from the battlefield, but you cannot remove what's not there. Mm. So I don't think you can true. fly high out of a garrison. Yeah, I'm, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I think it's one of those things that will be fun to do, but half the time 
it's not going to be that worthwhile unless you make your opponent go first anyway. And then it's just yeah. going to be a massive hassle trying to work out the rule, the logistics of the rules, <laughs> to whether you can get out of it or not and stuff. Yeah. Because then the next question is, what happens if you try to get a unit that's inside the ship, out of the ship, do they get out into the pyramid or out outside of the pyramid? You set them up within six well, they can't. Of the ship, they... And the ship is the same base as the pyramid, so within yeah. six of the pyramid. Yeah, so you they can't get them out inside the pyramid because there's no, there's no space for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a... Uh... Let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, it's a big rabbit hole. <laughs> um, oh, there was a question I was going to ask before we started talking about putting things in pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, yes, it was about the summoning. So do you think the game would have been over a lot sooner if uh, he hadn't been able to summon so well? I don't know. I think he summoned two times Skinks and one time Hunting Pack, and uh, even if he summoned only three times Skinks, it would have been uh, nearly same, I think. It made much of a difference, but in the turn, he summoned the Skinks, he scored an objective, and uh, he had zero summoning points and he rolled double six so he was he was able to summon skinks just because of that double six because he needs six summoning points to um get that uh summon i think 10 skinks mm. and um yeah if if it was around later he would have uh scored only yeah, I think three points in that round, and uh, that was a really, really tough uh, situation. So every point was important, and yeah, was uh, another point where I had to uh, put my focus on. Also, because uh, at uh, the moment, I think I only had my chemist and my ironclad and my arcanauts left. So the most of my output comes from the ironclad. And then I have to split up my shots and focus down the skinks and can't focus on his uh, skink heroes because they, uh, I don't care if they hold uh, another objective at the end of the uh, table. I don't know. Uh, it was hard to split up shots and then I think yeah. I, I killed uh, his 10 skinks then and a hero and then he summoned another 10 skinks and I killed them again and he was able to um, score every time he summoned so yeah it made a difference but yeah I, I think yeah. two points less and uh, I would have been one point ahead but you never know. Um, at the end, I think 
it's it's really hard to say we both had uh, our lucky and our unlucky moments it was the very um yeah even i had at one moment he uh shot with skinks on one of my gun haulers and had four mortals and seven wounds and i decided that i'm able to roll two fours without my gold and then i rolled uh one four so oh. my gun hauler just died <laughs> <laughs> sometimes greed is not good and uh yeah but i most of the time i go with the um with the math then because i think okay even if uh the gun hauler stays alive with one or two wounds it's worth having the gold for the next round and maybe reroll hits or reroll wounds in the shooting phase and then yeah sometimes unlucky dice sometimes lucky dice he had unlucky dice as well two of his hero phases were really bad magic wise and i think th that uh made the most difference for me in that game yeah cool um so yeah i mean and then yeah you're always gonna get lucky dice or unlucky dice at times so you just got to move on and just hope <laughs> if it's unlucky hope it doesn't happen again and yeah. when you get the lucky dice don't complain or make a big deal out of it or else they won't come again <laughs> mm -hmm. well after that game i uh i waste i i had all of my unlucky dice <laughs> i think <laughs> because in the next game i I don't know. <laughs> it was just crazy. I had so much luck with the dice rolls. Yeah. Do you want to go to the next game? Yeah, you provided us with a brilliant segue there. So mm -hmm. let's uh, move on to the next game, yeah. which was uh, more Zinch as well. Surprise, surprise, was against Zinch. Um, but a little bit different because it yep. had Archeon and Bellacore in it. Um, so it's a host of Carnum list. Uh, the general was a chaos sorcerer lord. Um, then he had Archeon as well. He had the blue scribes and uh, better call allied in. Mm -hmm. Um, he had two units of 10 pink horrors, um, three screamers, Geminids, the dark fire demon rift, and an extra command point. Mm -hmm. So um were you familiar with this type of list or no is this something new to you? um i knew the horrors and i knew the blue scribes because andreas played them as well mm -hmm. and i knew what screamers can do and um i uh, just informed me what the chaos sorcerer lord will do in this game and yeah, I heard about Bellacor's ability to deny me um, nearly anything. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and of course, like, you can't ignore Archeon with the. He's just a, a massive, yeah, a massive uh, threat, really. Yeah. I think um, now that I s I've seen what he can do, I would have played it slightly different, but. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think Arkham is cool, but yeah, don't know. Versus KO, it's uh, hard to say because he said, "Oh, if I had my double sixes on the um, Destiny dice, I could have killed your Ironclad now." No, then no, he couldn't. Yeah, no, because Ironclad is not a hero. Yeah, exactly, and that's something I just figured out after the tournament. So it was actually mm. very lucky for me that it didn't happen because at this moment um, I think uh, I just would have <laughs> removed my ironclad. <laughs> <laughs> that would have yeah. been sad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, Tobias is a good player. I tested against this list with my KO before the tournament, so he knows KO and he knows what's happening. I played against him in Austria in the tournament against the exact same list uh my best tactic against this list was just remove take first turn remove archeon because he does a a pre-game move i think mm. uh, in this list so he's usually he wants him like in the front like ready to go that's his damage output the rest is you know frame uh, i think he's also lord the... will buff him for reroll saves so you want to mm. not wait for that to happen because it's then it's yeah. 20 wounds on a free up rerollable. Uh, the sorcerer, if you can get the sorcerer out too, is cool because he has that uh, fang circlet, which allows him to summon six um, screamers for free. Yes. So, and Bellacore is just, you know, Bellacore. His ability happens no matter if he's alive or not. So, usually. Uh, and if you remove this sorcerer lords. Uh, no, you also need to remove Bellacore because they are the only two who can cast the Demon Rift because mm. they are slaves to darkness. And Archeon himself can cast Demon and Rift. Archeon himself. Yeah. yeah um, after after our game, I um, I would uh, would do it exactly like you said, but mm. because I didn't know, can I kill Archeon in one turn? It's a tough question. You yeah. can, unless yeah, you're like I me, can. you believe he has a four-up feel no pain, which he does not have against normal wounds, <laughs> yeah, just against yeah, mortals. Yeah. But I thought he had that in the, in my last yeah. tournament, so I did not attack him, and I yeah. just half moved him with my navigator the entire time and kited yeah. him around the board. <laughs> I did that in the first round. I yeah, half have, half this moved, and that's just uh, yeah, so amazing much how a hundred points model can move. can completely <laughs> fuck up <laughs> this uh, big guy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I started setting up my whole army in one um, corner because I knew I'm going to start. I had only my navigator on the bottom objective. Um, and my Arcanauts on the top objective in my deployment zone. And he left his uh, bottom objective empty and had 10 pings on his top edge and 10 pings on his uh, middle corner. And um, yeah, Archeon was on the top edge and his three other heroes were um, in the corner hmm. and uh, but he didn't screen it out very well so I was able to place my vortex so his Bellacore and blue scribes and his pinks 
were in in range. It was a very poor um, poor vortex, but it uh, did what it needed to do because it made two models on Bellacore and three models on the blue scribes, and I think no models on the blue uh, pinks. Um, that was the vortex for I think the whole game, <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh, I um, he revealed that Bellacore would uh, disable my ironclad in that turn. He always does yeah. that. Yeah, uh, that was <laughs> no surprise. And um, then he already knew that uh, he can't. Yeah, he can't use that as fly high. And, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was able to fly high, and yeah. then I moved and rolled a five up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in my shooting phase, I rolled a five up again. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, that's so, what I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's the what um, best trick you can do is always <laughs> roll so sixes. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best trick you can do. And um in his in my first battle round I split up the shots from my ironclad, so my single sky cannon shot went into his Chaos Sorcerer Lord. Mm -hmm. And um it hit, it wounded, and he had to use his only six for from his destiny dice to make mm -hmm. him stay alive. And uh then I shot a single shot from my gun hauler. On his chaos sorcerer a lot, and it hit, it uh, wounded, and he felt his safe, and I rolled a six. <laughs> so, <laughs> bang! I um, yeah, I killed, that's what you get uh, for not having to roll dice. <laughs> yeah. I think I killed uh, Bellacore, Blue Scribes, Chaos Sorcerer a lot, ten pings. I don't know how many blues because there were um, many of them um, leaving after Battleshock because they were not wholly in 18 from Akon. Mm -hmm. And uh, two of his three screamers. And then it was already really fucked up for him because yeah. he, yeah. he was able to charge um, one unit of Riggers and had uh, two of his attack profiles with three inch range into the gun hauler, but he didn't mention to uh, manage to kill the um, gun hauler, just the six riggers. And um, yeah, I think score wise it was really even because I had uh, no nothing on my middle objective and he had nothing on his bottom objective, but. Uh, I think he scored three, and I scored three in the first round, and then he got the double on um, one to two, and was able to kill another six riggers, but uh, again not the gun hauler, and uh, then I just yeah, then I failed my ether storm from the navigator. And uh, that that was a crucial moment because um, after that uh, he was able to charge into my ironclad and my Ember mm -hmm. Master, 
Um, and there was a moment where I thought, oh, okay, double sixes kills my ironclad, and that would uh, have just been game then. But uh, yeah, uh, I think the ironclad was alive with eight lives after combat, and my Andron Master was full, and then um, I had to, I won the priority role, just um, denied his flying, made that um, disengage move, and just killed Archeon and uh, 10 pings, and then he only had blue horrors left. Yeah, what do you, what was... do you mean by denied his flying? Um, I used Aether Storm on Archeon, so yes. he can't fly. Maybe that halves his move, but does it stop him from flying? I don't think it actually stops him from flying. The the vortex stops him from flying, but only in the movement yeah. phase. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. and I think you can you disengage against the flying unit. Yes. No, oh, that's... oh, disengage. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. Okay, but uh, actually, team oh, actually, oh, actually, oh, actually oh, yeah, cheater. Oh, the cheater! Oh, I know that he watches this. Yeah. Room, so, oh, oh no! Uh, yeah, you that's... were cheated badly, yeah. But actually, it uh, <laughs> made no difference because uh, I was. You would have dropped bombs on him also... anyway. So, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> No, it uh, would have made any difference because I didn't need to disengage because I can also shoot on him, and then yeah. he was just uh, dead after yeah. my shooting phase. So it yeah. uh, would have made no <laughs> difference. Yeah, but uh, uh, actually, I thought my navigator. Uh, no, he just has movement for flying units. Ah, uh, for from uh, yeah, okay. It That's... needs to be a flying unit in order to have the movement, but it still flies. And the vortex stops flying, but just in a movement phase. So if they pile in or charge, they can still fly, which is a bit weird. But okay, that's just a vortex. Yeah, but also, you yeah, yeah that's the... true. And don't put a vortex around Archeon after not once trying to stop him. He just eats the vortex and yeah, ignores yeah. The, the spell on uh, the effect on a four plus anyway. Yeah, he so told me that. Was the, that's was the reason <laughs> that was a waste I, of a spell in a bottle in my game against him. No. Well, yeah. Ah, good to know that I cheated and won the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Well, you actually, a, it wasn't that uh, big of a cheat. Yeah. Nah, yeah, it's good. It's fine. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> no one knows. No one watches this show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the fake people that are watching just... <laughs> We're like, KO, KO. <laughs> 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 no, well done. Workshop had to do a big retraction on that stats article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder where they get their stats from because oh, two days. I don't know how many two days happened since the. That's um, that's Dan from oh, Airware Shorts. So he was working with them and he gave them uh, uh, all their stats. Mm. Um. Oh, okay. And uh, basically, he, he. I think he even wrote like wrote that article. Oh, so, he wrote part of it at the very least. The one we need to bribe. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. Just tell us show, show Games Workshop that KO actually doing really terribly. They're winning yeah. like maybe one game, but yeah, I won one honestly, game today, like, and it was luck. So 
Wait, I need some point discounts. KO needs buffs. <laughs> buff, buff KO. Yeah. Ironclad down. Yeah, 100 points, uh, uh, gun hauler, please. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we could. I don't think we can run um, KO effectively un, until we get point yeah. discounts on hordes Brock, of Arcanauts. Brock, I want 120 <laughs> points. <laughs> Thunder's down to 100, please. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, well done, Timo. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank I was surprised. Uh, I mean, uh, Toby's a, he's a good player, but he told me himself he was a bit surprised to end up with four wins after the first four rounds, competing for the win of the tournament. Uh, I think his list surprised many people. When they see Zinch, they expect a change host or Flamers, and then it's Archeon and some Screamers and. Bellacore, okay, and they're a bit confused. And the real power in that list is, of course, Archeon. But because uh, the, he then casts Geminids and the Demon Rift. And the Demon yeah. Rift then does D3 plus 3 or 4, depending yeah. what's in range. That's so really, he really puts tough, on yeah. his, his own Endless Spell, the Geminids, and then the Demon Rift behind it. So already it gets a plus 1, another plus 1 from Archeon, who's close by. Maybe another caster or some pinks. And it just just six mortal wounds to everything. Because the Germanids do more wounds as well. So, yeah, and yeah. they do damage to everything that's inside. So if it flies over the ironclad, they also do damage to everything inside the ironclad. Mm. So, uh, same does uh, the Demon Rift. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> just mortal wounds everywhere. So that's it's a good list, strong list, but uh, well done for Did taking you, out yeah. that sorcerer lord. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, that he... was really, really. It's critical. Yeah. He makes yeah. he makes him so good. He makes Arkham so much better. Yeah, did he hit you with the Geminids at all? Uh, yes, he killed um, a gun hauler, and oh, okay. I think he uh, he damaged he damaged the other gun hauler, but. Um, yeah, then he he failed to cast it in uh, turn. No, there was no no additional turn to cast it because he had no uh, caster left. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. End of turn three. Yeah. Start of turn th three. His. Uh, his army was, yeah, tabled. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the KO way. <laughs> Either you get tabled or you table. Yeah. 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 No, we got. We don't have time for five rounds. <laughs> Nonsense. Okay. Um, I guess the only other question I had about this, which I should have asked at the beginning, was obviously going into the last game. Were you aware that? If you won, you would basically win the tournament. Did that make you nervous at all? Or? Um, I I already found it funny that I play on the final table because, um, uh, like I said at the beginning, I'm more of a casual gamer, and um, yeah, we are trying to get more into the competitive scene and. Um, Playing more tournaments, but yeah, 
it's not not that easy with our jobs and weekends very very uh yeah full busy. planned busy yeah, people busy. yeah and um so we so we just met each other and play some fun games and then try to prepare um, for tournaments with our armies that we have so we are not going to play versus some uh meta lists like i said i had one match versus scene change host and that was uh the only list I played against from the top meter. Mm. So, yeah, I think uh, Gloomspite Gits and Silvernet are not not at all <laughs> Although... uh, good tournament preparation. But um, you, it it made me consider the last word because uh, just like I said, if I had to face. Um, the one guy with uh, 15 uh, Loon Smasher fanatics. He had one squad of 10 and one squad of 5. And if he, if I would have paired with him, uh, I think I um, uh, would have used my Ironclad as a bait for his uh, Hand of Gog. And then he would have charged his five or ten uh, fanatics into my ironclad and then just uh, shoot them after charge with last word. Mm. So mm. that's something I had in mind. Yeah, but yeah, if you if you compare the armies, I think uh, Ko are in a much better position right now. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Although um, there was a Jaws of Mork army who came ninth place, I think. Yeah, that was the guy with the 15. The fanatics. Alex, uh, who's a seasoned yeah. player. Uh, yeah. It looked fun. Fun army. But actually, I didn't understand why he uh, used Jaws of Mork, because he didn't uh, play one of the battalions uh, they bring. Because he I wants think... to recycle squigs in the loon shrine. Yeah. Okay. If that's the reason. Yeah, you can uh, okay. with Josamog you can decide to change the what the loon shrine recycles and maybe he okay. chose it to recycle. I think he did because he told me yeah. he had all these squigs on the side. Asked, are these then? He said, well, for now maybe I get after the at the end of the round I get to recycle them on a yeah. four plus and then you get half of them back. Yeah. And they all do extra damage the squigs so. Yeah, the squeak pipes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's uh that's that was the reason. No, but I'm uh, very happy that uh, my my uh, friend uh, was still yeah uh, motivated to play against me over and over again with the same KO list <laughs> where he uh, deploys somehow and. Uh, I just uh, engage him and shoot him the half of this army, and then after turn two, he has nothing less to do with, and then the games weren't really fun for him, I think. And mm. yeah, we said we want to prepare for the tournament, a tournament, so we didn't bring any fun lists, and uh, therefore I had the vortex, and that's not really fun to play versus at all. So. Mm. 
that's uh, a big shout out to him because uh, <laughs> I think that's not uh, <laughs> that's not how to play with friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs friends? Yeah. yeah, I mean it's okay if if you've set the scene of you know you're doing tournament prep and they expect mm. it, but you know if they're just expecting to come around and have a few beers and play a fun game, then yeah. And you whip out that vortex, yeah. Yeah. But nah, tournament <laughs> prep is, is totally okay. Yeah, sure. If you announce it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, for our games, I will go back for uh, for friendly night haunt. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's, there's a, uh, is it, it's your friend Forston that's in the chat. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's saying he's here. be glad if you're if you're going to playing something else now. For the future. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, that does uh, bring me on to my, my next question, which is um, sort of in retrospect for from your list um, for for your next tournament or something, would you change anything? Um, was there anything that you felt didn't perform in the list? Or were you pretty much happy with everything? Actually, I I don't know if I would change this list or if I would try a completely different list. I think uh, KO is in such a good spot right now to have four or five different lists uh, really, really strong. And um, if I would change something here, I think uh, it would be the battle ram for the ironclad. But mm. that's yeah, maybe in in the games the battle ram would have been better. I didn't need it. And the last word really, really, really overperformed in the game where I thought I had no chance to win at all was the idle net. So maybe. It makes the list versus uh, mismatches even better. And if mm. if you have uh, if you have harder matchups where they want to charge and they do charge you, it makes it worse. So I don't know if it's a right or good decision. I think, like you said, there's no wrong decision, but it's hard to say. Um, fun fun fact is that my drill cannons made no mortal wounds over five games. Oh. Um, yeah, I think uh, that was a bit of a mess, but um, yeah, I think I would uh, keep them because uh, that were just the dice and you never know if you roll two sixes on the drill launchers and you have that Chaos Sorcerer Lord uh, dead this way, then it's yeah. very big. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 don't see, I don't see the other special weapons have that high peak where they can really, really make a big difference and the drill launchers with that three flat models on sixes. And even if they just hit, three rent is really big as well. So mm. Three rent is yeah. really good. The same reason I use them, yes. Mm. I mean, uh, it, unless you want to go a different direction with your engine riggers or make them 
chargey, so a, a skyhook, or make them to tag something uh, like with the grapnel launcher that cannot retreat then. No. If, but that's a, like a specific task then that you're assigning to the unit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and you didn't come up against it much really, but if you'd come up against something with that can stack, you know, negatives to hit, then having something that, well, you know, you might yep. be able to hit with your normal weapons, but at least you've got the chance of getting your mortals with oh. the drill cannons. Yes. So, yes. True. Yeah. Yeah. The the last word and battle round thing is something I go back and forth on a lot. Um, the the battle ram is like a really fun and aggressive way to play, but a lot about KO hinges on the, whether you get the priority or not. If you double turn, it's pretty much game over anyway. Yeah. Um, so do you and whether it's the double turn, the last word is always better, because yeah. if you if you get charged and you shoot something and he is not able to kill your ironclad in that turn and you just repair it in your turn and fly out and mm. had that free shot, it's it's really big. Unfortunately, I'm stuck with the billion buoyancy aid. That, that's got to be stapled <laughs> to my ironclad just so I can transport my thunders everywhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't have time for your fancy shenanigans with your overwatch and your you're ramming. I've got people to carry. <laughs> this is a transport business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The battle bus. <laughs> battle bus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, the the ram is, I enjoyed using it because it's a guarantee for multiple wounds. Like if you really need something that, okay, I'll charge the boat in, reroll the charge with the navigator. Boom, yeah. four, five mortal wounds and the bombs on top. That thing is dead that you needed to get dead. But um, I don't know. I've never considered the last word because it's just this the, the main cannon, the main gun. It's not the carbines, which are what does most damage on an ironclad and the torpedoes. So I felt always a bit, you know, yeah, it's cool. It shoots again, but it only shoots with a third of the output or a half of the output. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it uh, there's some some value to what you're saying that if yeah. you get charged, like if things go wrong, people might even yeah. think twice charging the ironclad. Like, yeah. That would have helped me loads in my game. I don't know if when everything charged the ironclad to, uh, to then kill it, like mm. to have that threat. Yeah, you can charge it, but I'm going to shoot you and probably kill three heals, two heals. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. This is Makes cool. the yeah, decision harder. Yeah. If people know yeah. about it. Yeah. That's why you have to tell them about it. Yeah, yeah, advertise yeah. it. Actually, yeah. it's true. Yeah. yeah, I um always explained everything I can do before the game because um, um, I'm not the sneaky guy who says, "Oh, but I can do this now," and never mentioned it before because um, mm. yeah, it's it's still a game, and I think uh, yeah. if he says I never played to KO or was KO. Um, 
I, I said, don't believe him I, when they tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, be, don't believe him when you tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, if they say, explain your list, I'm really going into everything. I. I may not mention any weapon profiles, but uh, I I tell them what everything can uh, do and where I can move and uh, what happens if you charge here, if I have the last word. And um, yeah. And I even tell them it's after the charge phase, not start of combat, because that's important as well for the fanatics and stuff. And um, it makes them think and uh, yeah, if if you lose two eels before you fight and before you're able to uh, activate your lightning, you think twice if you charge that ironclad and um, yeah, I think that yeah. made uh, sure. that made hard decisions for uh, Charles to make mm -hmm. in the second game and uh, yeah, I think uh, that's that's an underestimated uh, point in Age of Sigma to uh, give the enemy hard decisions to make. Because if if you have three units of uh, I don't know twenty Phoenix Guard, where uh, one one guy from Cities of Sigma played, you know, okay, I can charge here. There's twenty Phoenix Guard. I can charge here. There's twenty Phoenix Guard. You know, they will do exactly what they do and. Here you have many different units, and every unit has a uh, um, similar way to play with, but you have to make different amount of wounds to handle it or different amount of um, damage to um, yeah, prevent him from fly high. And then there's the gun hauler, when, uh, which can fly high every... Uh, anytime and so it's it's hard to say so do i make 10 wounds on the ironclad and prevent him from fly high but then i have to clear the riggers before because he, they can repair and then they still can fly high again and if i'm not able to kill a gun hauler in one blast so they, they can fly high anyway so it's it's always this uh, decision where makes it really hard to okay sometimes it's easy <laughs> but <laughs> there there may uh, be one crucial or critical moment where you have to make that decision and then you said oh okay it, i didn't kill the gun hauler now it can fly that mess up everything and yeah it's good psychological warfare <clears throat> yeah um and we mentioned about the prospect of nerfs potentially coming are you tempted to try practicing things that you think are you know potentially less likely to be nerfed or are you more likely to just think i'll oh, worry about that when it if it if it happens or, or mm. I think I think I will uh, I will wait for the nerves and then yeah. um, 
I I don't think they will kill the army. I no. think no. they will um, nerf it. Not. And <laughs> maybe maybe they uh, they do a big nerf where they go versus the fly high rule to maybe limit it to one ship per round or maybe um, that would uh, that would be a really big nerf. Poor Phil. Um, yeah. yeah. With his but, seven chips. Um, but if they just adjust the um, points again, and even if they go back to the pre-GHB points, I would have been we're still pretty uh, good. happy. Yeah, we're still yeah. in a good position, I think. But yeah, are they going to do it? They're not going to go like, oh, half a year, and we're going to put points down half a year later. Oh, let's put him back up. Yeah. Because but we I never no understood why they put the points down after there were D- don't literally question. no, no playtesting. Go there with were it. Lockdowns all over the place, and they just. Because, uh, yeah. because the points are from 11 months prior. So they decided 11 months earlier. What the points should be in the GHP? Um, there is no system to it. No. They just feel like it needed something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't see. I think they did they get the fire slayer treatment from last year, when fire slayers were very good in tournaments, and all that happened in the winter FAQ was, oh, your 30 man Death Star is now 20 man, but you get a horde discount, so you can take 40. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That was everything that happened. It was the best that happened. Uh, and yeah, I think we'll see something like that that people will not understand. But yeah, or because ah, they're not going to rewrite war scores or abilities. Or oh, maybe like, we did. They did for our first book, remember? Yeah, During and the they got only all the war hate. score that got re- So let's hope they learn from that. Maybe like limit spell on a bottle to the. Like malign sorcery spells, not faction specific. Uh, yeah. But the trouble with that is they like selling kits of endless spells to care about it. So. Yeah, because the Skaven players don't buy them anymore because yeah. it's nope. 13 inch range. <laughs> uh, we need our terrain piece. Where's my terrain? We piece? do. Where's my sky harbor? Where is it? My big sky mine that floats around. Here it is. This is it. It's not painted, but <laughs> uh, mine's painted. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's my display board. It's on my display board. Yeah. Actually, it's still in the car. I use it today for yeah. the best painted competition. Yeah. Did you win that? Uh, no, I won that last time, and this time I only came like fifth. I don't know. People got fed up with KO. Uh, obviously, no, not this guy again. Obviously, you must have thrown a bucket of paint over it or something to ruin the <laughs> No, there was there was some beautiful over armies uh, today there. Um, Timo, you mentioned about potentially just playing a very different list. Like, do you think the prospect of nerfs coming, having a second list practiced, would be worthwhile? Or do you think it's something you might just do just because it would be fun to try something different? Yeah, I think that's the main reason. But um, I 
I want to uh, find a reason to play um, Skywarns and Back I want to find a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a show on that somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah. someone did a video. So much to do a show about that. <laughs> Maybe I try to win a tournament with Baraxon. <laughs> do it. Do it. Yeah. But um, I think maybe maybe something with a frigate and ten thunderers in it and go for a higher drop count and say, okay, you make the decision who starts and even if you make me go first, I overperform in the first round and then uh, you have the chance for the double, but um, I... And there's I, nothing I, left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> correct. Yeah. yeah. I, th I think high yeah. drop count isn't that much of a problem because we perform good in every situation we were forced to be in. Um, yep. Um, yeah, I think um, leaving the battalions at home and uh, going for a mixed up Andrew Rigger, Ironclad. 10 Thunderer, 20 Thunderer, <laughs> big boats, <laughs> drive by and shoot the hell out of everything. Maybe yeah. that's uh, maybe that's uh, something I'm trying to play. But yeah, I, th I think uh, in in uh, some hard matchups where you know you want to go first, that mm. there could be a problem, and that's mm. that's something. Yeah, maybe the the point changes or the nerves will force you into another battalion or into another hero uh, setup. Or yeah, mm. I I think I will wait for the nerves because um, until then I'm going to play the lists I I've written, and there's some lists with the. Iron Sky Command and some Barak Urbas list with uh, many Sunderers and yeah, I'm going to paint up some Sky Ones to try out Barak Zon and I think all of them are really, really strong, but I think the yeah, the Vortex trick is just too powerful at the moment to um, to play not it. take it yeah yeah <clears throat> at tournament level yeah you have to take it yeah that's yeah. that's the and i think yeah you you don't have to take the vortex i like your flare pistol idea and i um it's not my idea it's it's Kron's yeah. idea actually it's the cron okay. deploy and destroy yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. copied it and, added a, okay. and yeah. I added a gun holder <laughs> yeah. It's actually uh, really, really nice. Just uh, Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm nine yeah. inches away. Oh, I'm three inches away. Everything yeah. shoots. You're yeah. gone. <laughs> Unless you get minus two to be to hit, like I did today against Arceag Bone Reapers. Yeah. Then they don't hit nothing on a five. What I liked um, <laughs> is uh, a Ooh, list I saw you... with... Uh, with, How you uh, make two units and um, then uh, he had the chemist's general with the collector, 
Mm-hmm. And then he was able to take the spell on the bottle and the flare pistol, and that's actually yeah. a thing yeah. we should mm-hmm. uh, think about. Because but then you need to take a lot yeah. of arcanons. You have, yeah, you have more cards. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's no, what I do. No arcos, like nah. Well, maybe twenty, like two tens and one frigate. Okay, maybe. But yeah, Kron, uh it was uh they have like a ability that just gives you for for their the points they have, they just give you minus one to hit to one unit board wide. And then if you're too close to the terrain piece uh, on eighteen inch you can give another minus one to it. Uh the catacross and the terrain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was minus two. Yeah, okay. Uh, that really that that makes it and hitting on fives, wounding on fours. To one unit Cost- though. One, Only yeah. to one unit. Funders. <laughs> 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 Twenty funders. What you are you gonna do? <laughs> funders. And yeah, they're uh, similar against fire slayers. Like everything's minus one to wound. That already also is quite harsh. Then everything wounds yeah. on a five. Yeah. Well, different stories, different war stories for another day. Yeah. If you want to see the 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 Tarkin Doctrine list, the the face smasher two thousand. That's that's. I'm, I was using that in the latest um, Doom and Darkness video. So, Battle Report Against Ogres, uh, uh, Blade's yeah. Edge. The one where you like flew high onto terrain? No, no, no. There's going to be a, that, that was the last one. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a new one. There's a new oh, one. There's a new should one. Be up. Uh, should be up. Everyone, check the video, watch it. If you the find any, any rules, uh, cheating, from Cron reported uh, in the comments. I think the phrase you have to use. <laughs> Don't worry. I cheat as well. <laughs> uh, see, that's, that's, that's why Carrot on Overlords win, right? Because we just cheat yeah, every exactly. single game. The army is not overpowered. We're just cheaters. Yeah. Yeah. More guidelines than actual rules, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The code can be bent. Um, so before we end the show one last question I guess it goes to yourself as well Max as well as Timo are there any other tournaments coming up in in Germany where either of you might attend Timo Mm, I don't know if I have the time to play another tournament in the next month but uh, yeah Maybe in December, but who knows how it's uh, going with the uh, pandemic. And yeah, yeah I I guess uh, that was pretty much it for the year. And yeah, it's a sad year for tabletop tournaments. Many are mm. cancelled and some are smaller than they were planned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, well. So, well, hopefully, yeah. then the new year, then, and um, if we're not nerfed, <laughs> then we just make this uh, a highest layer chat. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I've played one today, so like already a week after. Uh, this was today was 16 people, one there was good, was fun, good, uh, uh, good competitive people. Uh, there's another one planned in two weeks, a one there. But it looks like probably it's gonna get cancelled, and there's only like eight people signed up yet. 
Uh, and there's another one planned in December, I think. A one there, but I'm not sure if that's like actually going to happen. There's a few planned for January, but they're still waiting. But I think also like for this year, that was that was it. Okay. I've and got a I'm... one day come up in three weeks. Mm-hmm. See how that happens. But it's 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 just one day, three games. You know. Yeah. It's going to be small. Easier. They're smaller. Still, you get to play three games, which is fun. I'm I'm, um... I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to take it too seriously. Probably going to take Go Trek. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. And uh, also for me, like I played uh, f- since the summer quite a few tournaments with KO and then also the two there in Hereford. Maybe I need a, a little break now from playing tournaments and just Christmas have... break. Yeah, let's see what the Christmas Battle Force boxes will be this year. Maybe there's yeah. something interesting. And no, no KO, and I don't need another ten chips. Like I have stuff. Mm. Uh, I've got two weeks of holiday now ahead of me, so I I have two unpainted frigates. So uh, maybe that's a project. So you have two painted frigates in two weeks? Uh, <laughs> maybe paint a frigate in a week. Make a video of it. Yeah, you know, t- screw those twenty-four hour painting challenges. Let's yeah. make it a seven-day painting challenge for one model. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> let's okay. see. Next year, strong. We'll be back, hopefully, with tournaments and have fun. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think we've covered everything. Then um, it's been great. Oh, someone's dropped something. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> well, it's been great to have you come on the show, Timo. Um, love to have you on again at some point as well. Uh, Max and Kron, obviously, brilliant to have you on as always. Yeah, sorry for being late. Yeah. There was some delay with the prize-giving ceremony because first and second place, they were equal on points, equal on secondaries, equal on tiebreaker, and they had to figure Ooh. some way out to decide who wins. Rock I think then they went. Rock no, Pepper they went yeah. with uh, strength of schedule, and then uh, yeah. my mate actually won the first prize, and he got a money prize, and he had to choose something, and jobs were closing, and yeah. It took some time. And now he's building a, a Beast Claw Raider army, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, no, if it's a money prize, they could have just split it between first and second. No. <laughs> no, I think both, both wanted the prize and the, the trophy. Uh, but it was fun. It was, it, was, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well and, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that's been watching. Um, if you like the show, make sure you hit like, hit subscribe. Um, if you've got anything you want to say to us and comment, obviously. Um, I have a question. Oh, what? sorry. What's the plan for the next shows? Um, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> I think well, we have a plan. And it's a long, long list, but maybe it gives some well, teasers. There's a, rough, there's a rough plan, but there's nothing set in stone. So... <laughs> We are obviously doing the um, series on Skyports. So at some point, there will be a show on a Skyport, which we haven't decided which one it's going to be yet. <laughs> um, we have no idea if someone's going to win a tournament with KO, because that seems to happen a lot. <laughs> they are doing that. Yeah. So, Cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> Cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's going to shoot. Um, and then, I don't know, I did wonder about doing a speculation, a whole show speculating about the nerfs and how Games Workshop could fix KO. Ooh. So if you think that would be a fun show, let us know in the comments. Maybe like that. And, yeah, also let us know which Skyports you want us to do. Uh, so we've 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 done bags on right. Yeah, we've yes. done bags on. So next up, yeah, bag thing, home of the hell cannons, <laughs> <laughs> home of all the fiery slayers that you can fit in a boat. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of things we need to talk about on the show we haven't got around to doing yet. So we're, yeah, oh, we're, there's a tournament pause. We can use the time. Yeah, but yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Thank you, uh, Max and Alex and uh, Timo, and yep. uh, come watch us again soon. Thanks Cheers. for preparing the show, Lee. Thank you.